Wow, this this is a subtle way of every brown guy showing his uh, showing that he's been working out. Oh, this? Uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't touched weights in like several years. I've, <laughs> I'm afraid of going to the gym at this point because I know that whatever I pick up is going to be half of whatever the youngest guy next to me does, and <laughs> I just don't feel like. <laughs> you ever get that where you go to the gym and you're like, yo, I don't want to try and compete with this guy. He's I, there's just no winning. You know, back when I was a kid, there was a code in the gym that if you're not the most jacked guy, you can't wear a banana. No, no. It's a banana? I thought it was the, not the Superman shirt. Or Always Superman. Banana. Or Superman shirt. But no, they don't care about that code anymore. Today, I saw the skinniest dude wearing a banana and working out. That that didn't fly back in the day. Was it the Red Cherry Hill banana? No, no, no. A typical white banana, man, that you wear underneath a shirt. <laughs> That's it's like trying to pull that jailhouse look, but you can't do it. You That's, can't. You gotta appreciate the confidence to some degree, no? No, oh, man. There's, there's, there's unwritten rules that are everybody knows. You just follow them. I've always yeah. avoided wearing a Superman shirt because I knew I wasn't the biggest guy in the gym. Yeah, you gotta be the most jacked, biggest guy. Then you can rock that. The Superman shirt has like a code, but yeah, I see yeah. some people not following it. They're rocking their Punisher shirts, and I'm like, dude, you're not the fucking Punisher. Take that shit off. <laughs> I feel very it. insulted. It's like uh, stolen valor. What, what to some are you? Degree. What are you wearing to the gym? <laughs> I'm wearing skin tight, friggin' latexy, make you holy shit. <laughs> you guys, the other day, it's it's been pretty hot out here, right? Pretty hot yeah. out here. I yeah. was sitting outside just on the patio. I get up, go inside. I look in the mirror. I got friggin' like sweat gland underneath me on my shirt from underneath my breast. Like I had boob sweat. I was like, what the fuck is going on in life right now? It was, I was so embarrassed. I wear loose clothes, but I have compression everything because I'm broken. I need like compression on my knee, my elbows, everything. Compression for everything. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. It's about nothing. I just want these guys to know you got another thing coming, bitch. I'm still around. Yo, you're competing this week in the Casa Cup thing, aren't you? Yeah, yo. No way you're playing. Yeah, How I'm old playing. are you? Aren't you like done? Past your prime? Time to hang it up. Creating the new generation. Yeah, yeah. There's new generation on my team and I hope they do all the running. I don't have to play that many minutes. That's where I'm at. I used to hog minutes and now I don't want to play that much. And you're going to probably beat it. I think ribbons or something, Guru. Oh, yeah, we should probably introduce Guru. Guru's here. Oh, yeah. yeah we got to introduce our uh, illustrious guest that's joined us this week. <laughs> yeah. Our regional counselor from wards 9 and 10, Gurpratap Singh. How's it going? All good. All good. Thank you for having me. Wait, can, uh -huh. we say, can we say Guru? Is that just... Uh, <laughs> are we allowed to say Guru now? Uh, I tried to... In some circles, you're known as that. Good, good story about that. Uh, I never chose that name. Uh, that was the that was when people couldn't say my name, and they just took that as my name. So now I'm kind of like, you know what? Like I'm in a position now where I'm like, just say my name, and then people do say the name like perfectly fine. I mean, it's not a hard name, but I felt like Perfect. it's an easy. I just I just thought you it was your short family name. Yeah, it's no, like no, no. Okay. at home, nobody calls me that. Nobody in my family calls me that. All right, now I gotta say multiple. I'm joking. Saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. Yeah, so welcome. Thank you for uh, risking your political career by joining us. We appreciate it. We yeah. hope it's a long one. 
Uh, I actually had a question. How do you? How are you adjusting to the the political lifestyle? The political lifestyle. Um, it it like so in twenty fourteen when I was working for Linda, it was pretty much the hours were the same, as in like just be with the mayor like 24 7 like weekends events and this and that it wasn't as intense like the intensity has gone up and obviously when you're in the driver's seat then you know you make a mistake now you gotta wear it whereas my boss would make a mistake and it's my boss's mistake not mine that's mm. the difference so the intensity's gone up um but uh it's it's better than like provincial or federal levels here i'm at home every night so yeah, i can't complain man. like you choose this life you can't complain uh but it's fun the best part is is meeting people on the weekends as much as like it gets hectic like trying to go place to place to place but it's like you get to see all these people and and you get to hear about things positive negative everything um the worst part is actually just wearing a suit all the time you know you don't have to wear the suit all the time we saw that change in uh ashra was it or whippy one of those counselors was like i ain't rocking a suit no more screw this shit still still bringing up that old story (laughs) That, that guy's my hero I want more people like that guy where he's just like walking around in track fans to council meetings. Like, No, the, that, that's like Rob Ford. Do you remember when he wore the red sweatsuit? No, but uh, there, there, there's, no rule. there's no rule that you have to. It's just perception. Like yeah. I have an office that I, I don't go to, but I need to have an office because I'm a lawyer. Are you going to come to my office opening in a whole different city? Is that, is that allowed? 100%. 50 kilometer radius, I'll come. I'm sick. <laughs> but uh, no, I think it's it's people take you more seriously. Like this last weekend, on Saturday I was suited. On Sunday I wasn't because I was like half my day was with family and half wasn't. And I was in t-shirts and jeans. Uh, and like in a t-shirt and jeans. And um, I, I was at places and, and I was in the crowd. Like people wouldn't know that it was me. Like people don't recognize nothing. And you're just standing there, which is kind of nice too. But... Then when I'm in the photos, I'm the only guy wearing a t-shirt. So Yo, I'm going to give you a suggestion for weekends: yeah. golf gear. Because yeah, it's much that, more comfortable that, in a suit, and it looks like you just finished golfing, and people can respect it on a weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's. Right. And you're probably going to get invited to golf, so you may as well make sure you know how to golf. Yeah. No? I, I can start doing that once I start uh, fixing my uh, physical health. At the gym. Then I can start wearing t-shirts. Right now, I can't risk it. Otherwise, I'm going to have to start wearing Yeah, I wear the compression I get, everything. Uh, I know what you're boob sweat. Yeah. 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 The boob sweat. Can't risk it. Can't risk it. All I'm the saying is, just don't wear a Superman shirt to the gym is all I'm asking. Um, <laughs> but one thing you ta- talked about is your weekends are basically going around taking pictures, you know, shaking hands. Are politi- Punjabi politicians specifically more or less influencers to that regard? Because their Instagram is in demand. Everyone you meet, everything you go to, you got to post that on Instagram. You got to story it, maybe even make it a post. Is there like an etiquette of what gets elevated from a story to what gets elevated to like a post? Ooh. Uh, story is like just like showing like behind the scenes or like, you know, I'm here quick, like opening of this thing or this and that. And the, at least the, the, like this is my rule. A story is like just your general day. Any photo could you could throw it on the story. If it's a good photo, not a good photo, whatever. Story, because you can't see it after 24 hours. Um, the post is something that you want to inform people about. Not that, hey, look, I opened this bake shop. It's more like, look, Lululemon's coming to our city. Mm. 
it's it's more like something that people want to go back and still look at versus uh, like stories it's like hey look mom and pop shop here or there's a barbecue in the picnic or there's a condo bar somebody got married hey congratulations like that's it that story you know i can't i can't i just thought occurred they see politicians i think have a harder weekend schedule than non-desi politicians that's my take i would say you 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 mean they work on weekends yeah they have to it's not a night i feel like mali started it and now everyone's just like expected to like they're like this was this is what Mully did. He was at every account park. You could have 10 weddings on a weekend, but you got to go to all 10. And Mully set that bar. And now I feel like that, every Desi politician after that has to like keep that pace. There's, there's, there's like two ways to look at it, I think, right? Like one is it kind of like feeds your own ego. You're like, you know, I'm at every place giving a certificate, giving a plaque and like taking photos, 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 photos. Uh, and that's the part that I tried to tell myself, like, not going to that. Uh, but the good part is that instead of having to call 50 people on the weekend, like, just pick up the phone and call this uncle or that auntie or this guy or that girl, you could just show up to one event and you just see everybody at the same place. So you're just doing, like, quick check-ins. Like, it's a good pulse check, right? Like, if I went to a wedding, I see all the people there. And they could either tell me, like, hey, this week was amazing. We saw the news about this or that. Or they could complain and say, hey, the weeds in the in the park is out of control, this and that. You just get a good pulse check out of it. Instead of making all the phone calls, like one event could do all of that. That's fair. But, I mean, going back to like the original thought, you end up doing that. There's a benefit to you. But let's say, you know, some of your colleagues who aren't this, they're not, that expectation is not there. They're not getting invited out. Are they making those calls? Maybe the good ones are, but a lot aren't. You get caught in the bubble. There's an expectation. I, I don't know. No, you get you get caught in the bubble. Like then you're just hearing from people that like you. They're calling you, versus like we go out. Like if there's something that people don't like, they'll just tell it to our face. Like they hold, they never hold back. They will tell you to your face like, yo, this is messed up. So what's up with all these uh, dandelions in Brampton? You, <laughs> <laughs> dandelions across, I would say Ontario. So. This is the season right now. May to June is when they're like seeding and flowering and this and that. So you'll see a lot of them come up. But in Ontario, you know, we've stopped using weed aside, herbicides, all of that. Because again, like if you want it, your kids are going to grow up with like cancer down the road. So it's like, you know, pick and choose. And, and uh, that's why people aren't doing that. So our uh, how we control it is basically lawn maintenance. Like you just got to go cut it often. And this time apart, I, I, I'll be honest, we did get a lot of complaints. This time around, it's a, this is a new contractor. We got way too many complaints. But this week, they've caught up and they've gone to like almost every park in our area and got them cleaned. And they brought it up because the lawn is shit. <laughs> I literally just mowed them. I got my kid. They're, they're, they're my kid wanted to mow the lawn. Like he wanted to push the lawn more. And he kind of did a good chunk of it. I was like, all right, one more year. And, you know, this is all you. I don't even got to touch this again. You know, I, 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 I think company have a... Uh... I don't care. I need the weeds gone no matter what approach to this because when people go to the States, they bring back the, they bring back the American. Round <laughs> up. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yo, I don't think this is allowed. Something called, it was a D. No, there's something, some random. I know what the, there, there was it's one called, we came back and I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, we'd be gone. gone. Yeah, there we'd be gone. We but have it's weed more concentrated. Weed, but there is different. They got a yeah, little yeah. higher potency. 
yeah, it's yeah, a little yeah. more Horse, functional. Horse actually doesn't even work on the weed because the weed's adapted to it now. Like it doesn't even work on it. So like yeah. the one the grass that you see got nothing on it, guaranteed they're bringing it from the states. Yo, or they're uh, just like don't hate, don't hate the game, right? I'm yeah. trying to go past uh, <laughs> grass lawn and neighborhood. I've so given up on the so lawn, man. Man, my yeah. neighbor's moving, and so I'm like worried about my lawn's future because he's been taking care of the front part for both of us because a bit of it's shared. And now once he's gone, I'm doomed. Um, but you, you know, know I, most, uh, I would say the interesting thing is though, uh, I realized when I moved to Canada, Canada and the United States are probably the only countries that I, at least I see or have been to where there's a lot. Like people don't keep grass anywhere else. Like you're just watering it like no tomorrow. You're mowing it using gas it's like the least eco-friendly thing you could have i mean it's only a matter of time the more and more houses that we see coming up our lawn are is like eliminated the backyards are getting cemented the front is almost entirely like either stoned or looking at like kariai or grass it's it's calming there's no different than having a house in the middle of the, middle of the kate right it's the it's a green it's a calming effect on you but yeah grass you're right it's a north american thing but it's becoming less and less in Brampton. Like the the houses and like the width be- between the houses is getting so little that it's just there. Every backyard now cement is becoming like the go-to. Plus you can reason. just put chairs and barbecue and call the boys. Yeah. I mean, you can do that on grass, I guess, to a degree. But definitely, what's another thing? Curves take be taken off now too. What is? Curve. Yeah, the yeah, artificial, yeah. artificial, yeah. which is dope. Helps you have both pets. Your pets won't bring back any mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, That's I don't thing. have any pets, so I don't even know. <laughs> I need to. I'm still away from the pets. Uh, actually, okay. So I want to quickly get you to talk about something that you probably have intimate knowledge on. Yeah. Uh, so you're. Well, we want the dirty secrets. We yeah, want yeah. the real stuff. So you're the original <laughs> counselor. We're getting rid of the region. Does that mean your job's at stake here? What's going on? What's going on with this whole region thing? It, it, it could be, man. Anything could happen. So uh, I'll give you the quick recap on what happened. Uh, so I think last week or last week or the week before, on, on a Thursday, uh, the province brought forward this act. Steve Clark is the Minister for Municipal Affairs, uh, brings forward this legislature, uh, a legislation uh, at Queen's Park. It's called the Hazel McCallion Act, or it's called Bill... 112-112. So they call it the Hazel McCallion Act because Hazel's been, like, for 20, 30-plus years just saying that Mississauga should be its own city, shouldn't be part of the region. Um, Also, actually, I should say, region appeal is Brampton, Mississauga, and Caledon under the region appeal. So uh, Hazel always believed that Mississauga should be independent. We shouldn't share any services with Brampton or Caledon. We shouldn't, our taxpayers shouldn't, you know, give them any money, this and that. Um, So it's kind of like her... I would say also in a way like her dying wish because Bonnie Crombie, the mayor of Mississauga, went to her funeral and actually said it at the funeral that the last thing Hazel Battalion told me is that Mississauga should be independent, which I doubt would be the last thing somebody would say, but uh, apparently that's the last thing Hazel Battalion said before she passed away, uh, only to Bonnie Crombie. And uh, so, uh, you know, she's been uh, knocking at the door of the province saying, hey, we need to be independent, independent. So Hazel McCallion Act basically says that January 1st, 2025, there will no longer be a region appeal. Um, and uh, they're going to appoint a five-member panel to, like, you know, do a review and make the whole thing happen. Uh, but basically what it means is 
starting January 1st, 2025, no more region appeal, which could mean that Brampton, Mississauga, and Caledon would be independent. Could mean a whole bunch of things. Could also mean that Caledon might have to join other municipalities because they don't have any services of their own, like even less than what Brampton has. Um, but on our council table, right now we have 10 councillors, one mayor. Um, so, um, you know, every two wards have two councillors. So we could go to one ward, one councillor. We could look at changing boundaries. I don't know how all of that works out, depending on whatever review the, reg um, the, the province takes and whatever answer they give us on that. When, we, when they talk about split, are they also talking about splitting up like the Peel police? So, so that's the biggest concern, right? Because so Region Peel has few services. Peel Police is the biggest budget item. This year, their budget was $1.3 billion. Uh, billion with a B. Damn. Uh, $1.3 was the Peel Police budget. That's the largest budget. That's, in fact, that's the same size of budget as the city of Brampton as a whole. Mm -hmm. So that's how big the police budget is. Um, and, and so you can imagine how big the regional budget is. Regional budget is around the $5 billion mark. So they control uh, the water supply, the water that you get in your taps, uh, uh, the sewer water, storm water, uh, waste pickup, all, your, all that stuff. Uh, Peel Paramedics comes under that. So um, and uh, affordable housing, public housing, shelters. All. So I would say like any critical service that you can imagine, like any service you can go a day without, like that function, other than your hydro, which is by Electra, uh, everything comes from the region appeal. Like the city does your planning, your roads, everything else, and you know, you, you have some um, uh, some room to play with. But regional services are like you need it every single day. So those critical services all together with the region, Brampton, Mississauga, and Calhoun fund it, and they share it. They share the cost of servicing all of that. So with no more region appeal, who has control over what? Like. Is Brampton going to have its own water facility? Are we going to have our own waste management facility? Like everything, all these costs add up. Like we did a rough math on it. Uh, if we did, if we needed our own uh, waste management or water waste management facility, we're talking like a $4 billion cost. For a water treatment plan, we're talking about a billion dollars. Like you could, like everything is in billions right in today's costs. Um, so our demand right now to the provinces that you got to make us whole like sure like take away the region appeal but all the services we're going to need and if we're going to split the services um you got to fund brampton for it like brampton's gonna uh, do that and plus we're asking mississauga to pay their share like we've we've put money into their development now and and now it's our turn to get developed so whatever they would have owed us they need to pay us as well at the same time but i'm like just be mindful of the fact that the province could go out and spend, like Brampton could come up with a bill of $10 billion uh, to, to get us to where we are today. Like you're still going to wake up on January 1st, 2025, open the tap and you're still just, just going to get water. But it would have cost you $10 billion as a whole just to get that, right? Which you already do. So it's like you take $10 billion to do that or you take $10 billion to like finish your hospital, start a third one, you know, build the LRT, do this, do that, like so many infrastructure projects in there. Or you could just have $10 million just to bring us to where we are today. The expensive bill that the city province is picking up just to make one city happy. Yeah. So Because I hear like, you know, we want Mississauga to pay Brampton back. But what about Caledon? Is Caledon just like, yeah, give, throw us a dime too? 
Yeah, so Kaladin, um, just, I've only heard the mayor make, uh, the Kaladin mayor make the comments at the press conference, but based on the press conference, she has full faith in the province of taking care of Kaladin. Um, so it'll be interesting what Kaladin does, whether uh, there are rumors about them joining Vaughn or York region, rumors about them going to Orangeville, Mono, put all those together, anything could happen. Like, this is on, this is on the province to figure out what the maps are going to be. Is there any, um, is there any pros? The, the biggest pro is uh, planning. Um, we have a city level planning and then we have a regional level of planning because um, the city level takes care of like the building specs and, and what goes where, zoning, uh, local roads, all of that. Uh, but the regional planning department takes care of like your underground infrastructure where that's going to go, how much sewer capacity or water capacity you got. If it's a regional road, you need permissions. Like they have they have that portion of it, and they have their own official plans. Uh, so that duplication, like that two, it's not duplication, but it's like that extra level of red tape. It's gone. So we'll get full control over planning. So, like I'll give you an example. Right now, I'm working on a file, planning file, trying to get it done for uh, this industrial development. They've been waiting for an email reply from the region for three months. Um, if that was at the city of Brandon, like they would have got the reply today. Um, but, you know, we're just waiting because regional staff is overwhelmed with everything. Build 23, build more housing, all of that. And they have like three cities to talk to uh, versus us just talking to our own city. Uh, so I understand there's delays, but those delays add up. And like delays for industrial development is in millions, right? Like it's cost of business. Hmm. Oh, it can all come down to survivor, right? Eh? I was thinking about it this way too. A couple of years down line. You have all these alliances, right? You know, you you have this like de facto running mate during elections because you guys align on things. Like, yeah, yeah, we're buddies, and all of a sudden, damn, one seat, oh, kill this guy. <laughs> but you talked <laughs> about like, gonna happen. yeah, the Douglar man, he's what he's gonna put on a show. He's gonna take out uh, make people each, from municipalities. He's gonna make each city city yeah, really big. Yeah. Now, how much of this do you think fell on like? You know, Bonnie Crombie is seen as like the liberal threat provincially if she were to run and become leader of the party. How much is this going to be like him saying, listen, <laughs> let me appease you just a bit so you stay as mayor and uh, lead the provincial, stay out of provincial? So that, that's actually the rumor that we heard. The week that this happened, this happened on the Thursday. Um, we started hearing rumors, uh, I believe, either on Monday or the Sunday. And that, you know, that Bonnie's going to run, the province is going to come out, do something. And it, and it, like a lot of people do chat about it. They say that, you know, the, the province has done it just to keep Bonnie busy with the city so that she doesn't run for leadership. But this happens on a Thursday, the weekend goes by. And on Tuesday, Bonnie's on breakfast TV, basically saying she's running. Like she hasn't made it official official, but she's like teasing and she's saying, I've set up this committee to help me decide if I'm going to run. And there's like every liberal you can imagine on that committee um she's basically running like the her deadline is somewhere in september to enter her name give the money to the party all that but she's basically still running so i don't know if that's like a f you to um you know doug ford and the conservatives that hey you know thank you i got what i needed fulfill the legacy of hazel mccallion she couldn't do it while she was alive that was her death wish i got it done pulls out the superman t-shirt and says i'm gonna run Ooh, liberal <laughs> But yo, what if it backfires to that? And where Doug's like, "Yeah, we're making Mississauga independent, and by the way, we're cutting all your services 
or all your funding for the next three years because we got to send it to Caledon and Brampton to make them whole. Could be, could be anything. Like, like, um, you imagine she's the Ontario Liberal Party leader, and and she's just opposing Doug Ford for the rest of the like the elections in twenty twenty six, right? Yeah. So twenty twenty five, this happens. There's like a year and a year and a half for campaigning, and that year and a half, the province could go back and say anything. They could say that, hey, you know what, this is a bad idea. Maybe you shouldn't have this. Maybe you shouldn't have that. Start taking things away, saying, hey, look, Mississauga is falling apart. The mayor left you. She abandoned you. That kind of thing. You, you know, funny enough, this was a weekend conversation at the wedding I was at. Shout out to my buddy. I'll just use the initials PS. We talked about it quite a bit. Um, I mean, it looks bad for the Douglar because he gave Bonnie this gift. Okay. There's rumors. Let's let's go back further. There are rumors. Bonnie could be the next leader. Okay. A lot of names are thrown out. You know, they went to the Green Party, whatever, whatever. The Ontario's liberals, they look so bad. They can't find a leader. It exposes like their lack of like grassroots organization that they can't have leaders coming up. So anyways, Bonnie is their savior and she's like, nope, I'm not running. And then the Douglar gives her Mississauga as independent, right? Mississauga should be on its own. It's in the room. There's like news stories going around. And then boom, it drops. Mississauga is going to be on its own. It's like where the guy's like, call an ambulance. Not for me, for you. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. She got him. Like she she played political Olympics and, and won. Or she outmaneuvered him 100%. That's that's a, a regular layman's take, um, and now you know he's got to wear this anda on his head for a bit, um, and you know what? It's it, he, you can make an omelet out of it because now, if this five-man committee is going to come out with a plan that this is how the region will be broken down and everything will be split up, something is not going to happen as intended it's gonna look bad okay and whose plan was this it's doug's and bonnie is just gonna get what she wants independent mississauga and you know have fodder to attack the Douglar with because he's gonna give her something because something's gonna screw up in this whole breakup there's no easy breakup all breakups could there be another angle that that's kind of what he wanted i mean i mean correct me if i'm wrong if he doesn't have a, a strong region of peel there's less obstacles in his way for development and we're talking about Calvin and why they're not really fussed if they get a new brand new kind of highway going through their track of land uh, there's no region to kind of oppose them uh, it makes it easier for him to get the development done and in essence Calvin will be developed around that new highway so they will get infrastructure dollars no, no one's no one's going against the highway right am i am i wrong Caledon is Caledon is oh yeah but but here's the here's the interesting thing is it, like the fact that you brought this up, right? Like that takes away that layer, that 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 hurdle for them to cross, to get yeah. highway done, planning done, get people yeah. to develop all of that, right? But um, at the same time, making independent cities, now you're dealing with like three mayors versus the rumor before this uh, legislation was brought forward. The rumor was that they're going to make us one big city. Amalgamation. Amalgamation was the big word. Like we, like I believed it. Shinda, wait, wait, time out. Shinda, say the word. Amalgamation. Amalgamation. There, there we go. I've been practicing yeah, amalgamation. He's on point today. So, so if they made it, they made it like one mega city. Now you only have to deal with one mayor and one council, yeah. right? So it makes it easy. 
for, for the province, it's easier to deal with like 10 mayors versus like 50 mayors around the city, around the province, right? So that like, that kind of made sense at that point. Yeah, um, I, so, I just thought it, I, I thought mean, it would just be, the, I thought it would be the other way, you know, uh, divide and conquer. You know, if that's, if that's the approach, I just think Caldens can be desperate. You know, if, if they don't get any kind of help from other cities or if there's no help, real help from the province or you're saying, you know, they're very confident in, in what the province will provide. What does that look like? What does it mean? Um, I just, for me, it's like, where does it leave Brampton? And we're stuck in between both of them, right? We're stuck in between a, a rock and a hard place, if you will. Highways on top and we got Mississauga below. Um, can what we afford as a city to operate the way we are today at the current tax levels? No way, no way. Mm -hmm. Like, 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 if we need to build that infrastructure, those services, like, I like, it's not even like a, it's not even to scare people kind of thing. Like, people are like, "Well, my taxes go up." So to fund the services that we already have and bring it to the level that we already have today, your property tax is probably gonna go up like three thousand percent. Like, like that's just <laughs> unrealistic, right? Like, that's like the government saying, "Give me your house, give me your wife, give me your kids." Like. Not happening. Sir, I can barely <laughs> afford my property taxes. Is why you got to take yeah. everything We're else from me. Yeah. We're all moving. Okay, right, so that's, like, uh, that's, hmm. that's where we're like. I'm feeling like Robbie like, right now. <laughs> <laughs> we we all agree. I, just, I mean, is it time to move? <laughs> so we, this this is a W though, right, for Bonnie? Like every way she wins, and Douglas not so much. Unless no, so, I, I think unless. Saga wins. Let's 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 even forget Bonnie. Forget their own interpersonal thing. Does Mrs. Saga win? Is uh, this a good deal for Mississauga? I, I, I don't think so either. Because mm. here's the problem, right? Like, we like we think they're winning because this is what they wanted, right? But did they want the best thing for themselves? Like, they could be independent. Um, they still have more infrastructure than we do, agreed. Like, their bill isn't going to be that high. But still, the growth rate that the, that the province has imposed on everybody and said, hey, you got to build these many houses, all of this. No more DCs, so you can't collect development charges. Um, now your services, like to some extent, they're going to still have to make their services independent, right? Like they got to, they got to do something about it. Like that's going to be a big bill too. So like Mississauga is not going to like walk away from here saying that we won and we have excess money sitting. Like if Mississauga had to, I would say get to where they have to get to. And again, don't quote me on this, although I guess I'm the inside source right now, but um, <laughs> Mississauga had to get to wherever they are right now. Th their property taxes more than a thousand, two thousand percent too. Like so, it's like, mm. what are you gonna do? Right? So why is amalgamation mm. such a bad <laughs> word? Like, like Mississauga thinks they're moving into new house, but there's like no freaking furniture. Like you're still gonna buy grenades, it. grenades everywhere. Yeah, but why are we afraid of amal amalgamation? Like, what if this five-member panel goes back and says, "Yeah, instead of splitting this up, we found that if we join you guys, we can save billions of dollars, and that's the, the best interest in that period taxpayer." Hundred percent. They could easily make the math math, and uh, they could say that amalgamation is the best way forward. And aren't we? Are we the cousin? Aren't we the cousin? Mississauga doesn't want. Hey. <laughs> like, no matter no matter how much we uh, yo, how much we try to propose it to them. Like, like, nah. No, no. Listen. What if we say, you know what, Mississauga, you want to be independent? Go fuck yourself, Kaladin. Let's merge. Can we do that? Yeah, but does Kaladin want to do that? It's not our. It's not our call. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just saying this is the, on the province, but uh, but here's the thing: we're the cousin that they don't want. Sadly, Malton is like the sibling they don't want. Like, so I'm like, you know, give us Malton, take us to Caledon, all hundred percent, we'll take it. Give us the airport too, throw that in. You, 
You want to? Yeah, oh, yeah, no. they're not going to give the airport. I'm, I'm down. <laughs> it's too much revenue. <laughs> yeah, anyways, man. Yeah, airport's pretty <laughs> much ours. Let's face it. All the traffic from the airport is coming down. Uh, yeah, but road, the taxes are taxes are taxes are going that way, right? Regarding the airport, here's a fun fact. Um, Bonnie keeps saying that you know all these years we funded Brampton, we funded Brampton. Um, this is where a little bit of that, you know, like you look at Brampton and you other it, you're like, you know, that's the shitty part of the province. Like throw all the garbage in there, all of that. Like that's how they try to portray Brampton all the time. Um, and they're like, oh, we were helping Brampton this entire time. They didn't deserve any of this. Brampton taxpayers built all the roads around the airport. Those are all regional mm-hmm. roads. Your so every time you paid a dollar of tax, 44 cents went to the region. That paid for those roads. We built all the roads around the airport. Um, there used to be a tax levy for the hospitals, like for healthcare system back in the day. And when that healthcare system got built, guess where all those hospitals went? They went to Mississauga. So we funded. So like they're not even paying for our hospitals. We're paying for our own hospital. But we actually paid for their hospitals to get built. So like... They could keep saying all that they want, but like like you guys are saying, the airport, everything around it, built by our taxpayer dollars, the people that go work there, a lot of them, a big chunk of them comes from Brampton. Like GTAA is a is one of the largest employers for Brampton that's outside of Brampton. We're probably the largest outside of Brampton. So the airport yeah. finally, like if we had to go to war, like we go, go wanna take it. <laughs> so I'm gonna we're gonna raise an army. This is the takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> raising army, raising army. Every, Tiger report. Seize Dubja. Keep in watching. You take Brampton versus Mississauga on a street fight for the airport. Brampton's on top. Yeah, I want to take Malton. And I don't want to take Streetsville. I'm sorry, but I want Streetsville too. Yes, it's nice. That those That's are your nice. two. Uh, those are the two bits you want. The borders. Just give us that. Port Credit is too much of a reach. Yeah, but, yeah I, I don't even care for Port. Let the Tobacco fight over to uh, Port Credit. That's not really in our. Uh, that's yeah, like fair enough. Life. I want streets filled. Hey, that would you guys just made me think that would be nice if Etobicoke took that part of Mississauga. We take the top. Oakville comes take the the west side. You know? so, <laughs> eliminate not- eliminate Mississauga altogether. <laughs> All of a sudden, they're like, you know what? We decided that uh, rather than giving Mississauga its own uh, distinct. Area code. What we're gonna do is give Oakville, Etobicoke, and Brampton the bits and pieces they need, and Mississauga is no more. Thanks, Bonnie. Wait, the, uh, it's, 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 that hospital thing's really sad, though. I mean, it's like yeah, who 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 was around when uh, making those decisions and 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 not kind of stamping their feet for years and years and years, and we keep going to all levels of government saying we need more hospitals. I mean, how did that? So some, somebody DM'd me and and explained what's going on in a way that I couldn't explain it. Like, you know, you have the feeling inside yeah. you're not expressing. Um, with the, with this whole thing and how they look at Branton and how even the media portrays Branton and how mm-hmm. Mississauga talks about Branton, there's that sense, there's that classism, right? Like, Branton's second class. Like, Branton, you don't deserve this. Like, you don't deserve another hospital. You don't deserve good services. Like, you guys deserve, like, the leftovers, right? Like, that's the that's the kind of narrative that even Mississauga comes with. Mississauga's like, we made you. We made you. Like, no, you didn't. Like, like people from Branton made you, in fact, right? Like, like there's a lot of that stigma around things. Like, 
even now when they talk about it, like, you know, we, we all joke about it, right? We're saying, like, Brampton's the cousin that Mississauga doesn't want, but, like, like, freaking hell, like, look at Brampton, like, I get it, we have our problems, but you look at GTA as the same problems, like, we're not mm. much different from, like, the same problems exist in other parts, we focus on ours, of course. Yeah, because we um, have the Bradley Road account and no other city, no other city has an account like that. The worst is six bucks. The worst is six bucks. This whole thing. Like, take, yeah. take this. I think it was six bucks uh, that shared the news of how drivers in Brampton are yeah. driving on the wrong way on the 401 at 401 and Dixie, which is like not Brampton. It's Mississauga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Like, people, 100%. Every time I think. 4-1 in Brampton was this and this. I'm like, where does 4-1 come into Brampton? It's I mean, but let's face it, they're not talking about Brampton. They're just, they're just saying, you know, it's Dissies. That's, yes, their, yes. that's <laughs> what they're trying to say, right? That's where that's argument falls apart. I mean, Brampton's always... Yeah, it's like, always Brampton, been this... synonymous. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right? so, so like, with... Sorry, go ahead. Like, people in Mississauga, Vaughn, like, all the builders and developers live in Vaughan and they built Brampton as like massive subdivisions and parking lots, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, people in Mississauga are like the upper class. You got to live on the lake. You have a nice river going through. Like, you know, you're all nice and bougie like Oakville, but you're not Oakville, but you're not Toronto, right? Like, but they're, but they're in there. Brampton's like, hey, if you just move to Canada, go to Brampton, you'll find your people. So how do we... How do we elevate our city? I mean, obviously, you've, you've made inroads with manufacturing and development on that side on a business perspective. But to your points, uh, for people who do live here and, and maybe, you know, even though we all kind of make fun of our own city, I mean, we do all do have love for it. How do we right. ensure what's what's the next step forward? How do we make it on par, if you will, with cities like Vaughn and, and, and thing? Is there a change in narrative in our own mentality or is it? Something we need to do this around the city, like a simple example would be from one, I can't stand the litter that has ramped up in the last three years. It's insane um, on every street and things like that have to be addressed. So there, there are some simple, huh? <laughs> what? You're going to make a complaint? Well, no, I'm, not compl- I'm just saying those, that's a very small thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that small thing gives a perception that you live in a, you know, you want to tell classism, you want to say uh, not a good area. There, when you go to Vaughan, the roads, everything looks exactly the same, but there's a wiser perception. It's better to live there. Now, people, you know, blame, you know, like you guys said, this season, this and that. But what is it? What do we got to do as a city? Is it services? Is it more community um, outreach? Is it, is it more coming together? Like, what is it that's going to take us to the next echelon of a city to be respected uh, when it comes to these conversations? So, like, I would say there's two things. Um, I'll, the second one is bigger, so I'll go to it after this. But the first one is more like what we can control ourselves as individuals. Mm-hmm. Like I said, is um, the generation before us, right? Like, and again, I'm from my family. I'm first generation here, but like people, like you know, you guys, your parents are here. All of that, they never had time for this. Like they were just going to factories, working, driving taxi, driving truck, right? Like they didn't care what people said they faced racism, they faced everything else, and they were like, just make a living, my kids are going to go to school, be educated, this and that. Um, so they never had time to, like, develop this Brampton pride or, like, you know, that civic pride that Brampton's my city, I'm championing Brampton, right? But our generation has. Like, I've seen the change over the, just over the last couple of years. Like, where athletes are on national TV saying, I'm from Brampton. They don't say they're from Toronto. There's artists now that are saying, I'm from Brampton. Like, they're not saying they're from Toronto anymore, right? They're, they're telling mm. people they're from 
like that's civic pride's coming with the next generations i think like that's sort of like happening generically like on its own and like sorry or organically like on its own um but i think we gotta start cultivating more of that like i know we we you always have the humor but i guess that's coping in a way you're just like ha 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 like we live in the ghetto but we're not like like this is it's an insult to like actual ghettos like it's not a ghetto yeah my, my um, people, ghetto house <laughs> they like you know i live in castle don't say that. Like you're in Brampton, man. Like all like Brampton's good. It's it's not the best. It's not the greatest, maybe, but it's really good. Like there's there's a lot to enjoy, man. So there's that one thing like that. I think that change is coming regardless. Like the youth is as, as people are growing up here, they're having this civic pride that hey, I'm from Brampton. They start repping it. Um, the second thing is the more important one is um, on the external, like you know, with our governments, with everything else. Like like you said, like bringing those businesses here, bringing those well-paying jobs here increases that corporate tax base um, more than the residential one, gives us money to start taking care of roads, start taking care of things. But one thing, like, again, like going back to uh, immigration, the airport, all of that, one thing we don't realize is Brampton is hands down, like statistically speaking, the fastest growing city in Canada. Like the, the, like there's some uh, like I, I would say like litmus test for that right like um anywhere in canada if you look at transit service levels like transit uh ridership um when you compare it to 2019 pre-pandemic most of the cities are sitting at 60 70 percent recovery rate like so whatever 2019 ridership was they've only reached a 60 70 percent but but brampton is at 160 percent 160 percent like like we're the only we're the anomaly. Like no other city has the same ridership. No other city has the same amount of population growth. On paper, we're seven hundred thousand. Realistically, I believe we're over nine hundred thousand. Right? I think like so over a million. Get, yeah, I think yeah. we're. Like, I think with the million run. We can all like estimate. Like I'm saying, conservatively, we're over nine hundred. Okay, but but here's what happens. On paper, when you we're seven hundred thousand, the federal government, provincial government gives us this tax money for seven hundred thousand people. They're not giving us money for 900,000 or million people. So transit is already a subsidized thing, but now we're using it at 160%. It's a great problem to have, but we don't have the money to keep it going that way. Like we can't be 160% year after year. We're still on the, on the whole hospital thing where we don't get that. Or parks, if you go to the parks on the weekend, there's like 250 people in a park, like legitimate headcount. You're like, what the hell? Like, go to a park in Bond, you'll find maybe ten kids. You're lucky if you find ten kids. So, I mean, to that to that point with with the ridership and 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 the, and the you know the discrepancy between what we provide in terms of numbers, do we have to take an inward look? And either there's two prong approach. Either one, go to the colleges that have been accepting a lot of people and say, hey, you got you have to pay your fair share. You know, at the end of the day, you're making a lot of money and raise a corporate tax or whatever you guys have to do on that end of it. And secondly, do you have to go over illegal residences? Because if that property tax is an X amount and it has to fund services, like you're saying, and it has to make up the difference, there's always going to be a shortfall until we take a serious look as a city and say, you know what? Yeah, we do want to be uh, on, on another level, but everyone has to pay their fair share. Um, you know, skipping out on property tax and the amount of, you know, you have one guy as a city, we always joke about this one guy who's going around and finding illegal basements. Um, you know, it's just, it's just common, it's, for me, it's common sense. If you, if you, 
have some kind of housing controls and, and start putting some property tax, you are going to raise funds and, and that'll go back into services. Um, but it's but it's a topic no one wants to talk about in the city, right? Because it's going to become it's going to come with hardship. So and, and yeah. that's the thing. Like, I, I was going to say, like, I'm going to risk it and talk about it. Oh, <laughs> here's a thing. like it, it's very it sounds very good on paper. Yeah. Um, the onus is again on us, right? Like if I'm honest and I'm like I'm renting on my basement, let me legalize it. The 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 process is there. Legalize mm-hmm. it. Pay the property tax. You know, declare my income tax, blah blah blah, right? Like go through the whole thing. Sure, all services will get funded, right? How many of us are willing to do that? Like, how many people, like in general, yeah. willing to do that? Is there's a question? Then enforcement becomes a question. Then affordable housing becomes a question. Like we live in these homes that are ridiculously expensive to rent, to buy, mortgage, everything. Like basements are ridiculously priced, everything, and that's where you see overcrowded basements, all of that. Like the city cares about legalizing basements strictly from a health and safety perspective. Mm. We don't want to see people die because of this. Um, like, like the revenue generation isn't even like top of the list of that. Like it's it's health and safety. But but if we could like on paper, it's great, right? Like I'd, I'd love that everybody would legalize their basement, declare everything, do it. Like it would it would work fine. Practicality wise, won't work. Like colleges, the whole argument, like. During COVID, we saw it like, I like you know, props to like international students. Like the economy survived. Like whether mainstream media want to acknowledge it or not, the economy survived because of them. There's only Punjabi Indian restaurants that opened up during pandemic. Opened up. Yeah. Like there's shops that are closing. Like 50 year old restaurants in the news, like closing and everybody crying. And then there's Brampton where there's restaurants opening up, like Tiffin Service opening up this and that. Like, like they've they've got everything running. Like everything's been on on these wheels like nonstop during COVID. Economy's been doing great. Like the whole reason industrial land is five million dollars an acre is because somebody wants to put a distribution center, which is going to be employed by like most likely international students, new migrants. Like kids like aren't going to pick up those jobs. Kids are going to go to school and go to professional jobs. But you need people to come do these jobs. Like they doors are open and that's the only thing getting Canada going right but the the problem is the immigration is like it's getting funneled through Brampton right eventually these people do move out like people affordability like you get priced out like like there's so many people that live in Belleville now people go to Kingston people are like moving to North Bay like there's a huge Punjabi population in North Bay in yeah, Sunbury, yeah. Yeah. Right? like they're getting priced out but those years, that transition period that they're sitting in Brampton, that population that's just sitting in Brampton, that's incredible. And it's like, had like we like we should honestly speaking, like being that city, like the federal government, provincial government, municipal too, like should drop more money to the city. Like, but we're just underfunded even for our current population. Like is, we should is, be proactively is, like surplus funded. But then are we just heading that route to always be deemed that city? Are we able, going to be able to kind of break away from that narrative and that label that, you know, um, that we're just a, a mill of sorts uh, of new immigrants? Is a city for them to flourish? Is it just manufacturing? Like, I mean, that that's my question, right? I mean, that's at that's some what... point, you know, and I'm talking from a, a parent perspective. I'm not saying it's a bad place to raise kids, not at all. Um, but, you know, you're, you're talking about future 20 years. Are my kids going to be here? Is, is this in one of those cities? Or is it just for now? And I think 
you know, you said the onus is on us. I think the sad truth is a lot of people our age, even though we are, you know, our parents did, you know, raised us here. We always think about leaving constantly. It's always there. And maybe not Ranjit. I think he's here all the time, but the rest of us are constantly thinking about leaving. Not so much that we don't love it, the future. And, and I think, you know, places like those other cities, they're not speaking about leaving. They're not, not landing spots. And I think if we can switch that, that, that kind of narrative about our city, however it is, I, obviously it's, it's much more complex of an issue. Uh, for me, that's always been the case. I don't want to be the landing spot. And that's why our city is always seen as a, a second option or, or somebody in the back or some, something that doesn't matter. Uh, and it's sad that the federal government doesn't turn around who's letting in all these uh, students and, uh, and newcomers uh, turn around and say, well, you know, we do need to provide some kind of system or, or to that city, but it's the federal government and Shinda is probably waiting for Pierre to come you and change gonna everything. You guys going to solve these. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, I don't know if you guys have seen uh, those people uh, who've uh, taken up shop on steels in her Ontario lately. You know, the anti-Fudo yeah, crowd is here like, hard in yeah, Brampton. The anti, they're anti-vaxxers. I drove by. It was <laughs> anti-vaxxers. I just heard of them today. I was like, what the no, hell? No, I drove by. I'm like, what's going on, man? Nuggergeethan? And I looked around. I was just go there. I was like, oh, no, something's off. And there's Canadian flags, and I kind of knew what was going on. Anytime you see a bunch of Canadian flags, the sad truth is, you know, it's an anti-Trudeau protest, so... Yeah, I think they're really coming after Brampton because they know Brampton's one of the biggest support hubs for him. So they're just setting up campaign here. Like, listen, we got to convince these guys. That, and I don't think it's helping. I feel like more yeah. and more people's... You know what is helping, though? And this is something I'm going to give you kudos to. Um, actually, I can, I can give you kudos on a few things. But I was walking down a path around my house and they've now developed outdoor gym equipment which is pretty dope. I don't know if you guys seen this in your area. It's pretty cool. No. You didn't get that? Well, you guys got shafted. Sorry for that, right? <laughs> well, we got like this nice, uh, like four kilometer trail and along the trail, they got like pull-up bars, uh, dip stations, you know, yeah, whether or not yeah, I use them. The yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I probably won't ever touch them, but today I was walking by one. I saw a bunch of kids on one. One day, uh, one day, one day, <laughs> one day. That we're a fit-looking city. He just likes the aesthetic. Yeah, I yeah. mean, look, I, I saw that. I'm like, my kids like, Papa, how do you use that? I'm like, I'll show you one day. I was like, yeah, hopefully he doesn't have me again, <laughs> right? Like, last thing I need to do is only the video of her. <laughs> yeah, But I mean, I think things like that are, and I feel like we have a lot of walking trails. I don't know how cool or not that is. Yeah. But there are a lot of trails if you like actually get out and start looking for them. Um, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give a shout out here respectfully to Hakita Singh. Um, Hakita works a lot on the trails, and currently there's a trail called like Steve. walk, like walking on the trails. No, no, no. Like uh, I didn't think, think so. There's a trail network. There's a long trail called the Stephen Llewellyn Trail, and Hakita's yeah. been working so long. There's like missing gaps in those trails. Once it's fully connected, it's gonna be one of the longest trails in like a city, in like any city. That's crazy. So, so he's like, like, so all this these trail system things like that are working out right now. Would um, that would that also like the, the the conservation? Would that also then be solely under Brampton, or is that something that's still with the region? Uh, no, so all the conservation is actually boards under the province. So Toronto Region Conservation okay. Authority is separate. 
and the CBC credit valley uh, conservation is separate. Uh, what happens is some regional councillors are just elected or, or appointed to sit on those boards, but we don't have authority over them. So there's like two or three regional councillors that sit on TRC and two or three that sit on CBC. Okay. Okay. So yeah, kudos on these trails because these trails are pretty dope and they're really well like traveled in the summers. I was actually scared because I was going down one and I saw giant coyote warning signs where it's like, do not use these trails between dusk or dawn with your pets. And if you see a coyote, it more or less kind of just said you're fucked. It said, you know, don't run away, but also if it attacks, you know, don't try to fight it. Come on, you could take a coyote. You could take a coyote on. I don't know. I've never it's, been toe-to-toe with one. The, I'm just saying. It was kind of interesting. Punch it in the face. Run. <laughs> in the parks, um, I think I think you're the hippie type, so you would like this park. Is uh, um, we're, we're making a park. Where There's a park going to be at Sandalwood and Torbram uh, for parkour. Okay. There's going to be a parkour gym. All right. Let's well, we just let's, well, well, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. We just talked about how this man is think can't use any of those uh, say, parkour. parkour. That's quite, quite the jump, my friend. Seeing Shinda jump. Have you seen? He got he got hurt on a longboard, and we're talking about parkour. Yeah, I'm kind of you sidelined with the longboard right now, so I'm kind of not. I'm just recovering my ankle right now, but it does sound dope. Like maybe ten years ago. Yeah, I would love to see that. Yeah, that's cool. Like That'd be like the office scene. Office. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I thought of right away. All I'm saying is though, all I'm saying though, I feel like there's something to be done with the three of us visiting this parkour park. Yeah, Um, I was at Brampton Civic Hospital hoping there was another hospital. No, no, fair enough. (laughs) Gore Meadows, Gore Meadows, beautiful facility. Yeah. Amazing kids' playground, amazing water parks, amazing libraries. Gore Meadows is hands down. I think Cassie Campbell is just as uh, comparable. Can I drop a plug for Gore Meadows? So we're doing the official opening of the activity hub outside, the new basketball courts, the new gym, all of that, the splash, everything that's outside that you see right now. We're doing the official opening on June 25th, and that's going to be also a community barbecue for Wards 9 and 10, uh, courtesy of Hakita Singh and myself. So everybody come out, bring your kids. We're going to have barbecue, food trucks, all of that, and and, uh, you'll get some free goodies. Non-veg, non-veg, right? <laughs> non-veg. I was oh, about to ask. Oh, oh, it's all exclusive food. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what you guys are doing there. Gore Meadows, it's a beautiful facility. I like kicking my That's kid there cool, right yeah. now. Um, There's a new tennis, by the way. I mean, I don't play tennis, so fuck that. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> if I ever took up tennis, I'd give you something. You know what's dope, though? Um, we talked about this last time. Those scooters have taken off. I think those are a hit. I love them, man. People love them. I've never used them, but I see so many people most, on them. Most people love them. My, I live in Student Central. I I see three of them hugging each other, riding down the street. There's there's competitions now. So there, it started with two people. Somebody posted a video three. Somebody just dropped a video four people. I'm waiting for the one with the five people on it. All, although, so disclaimer. It's meant for one person on a scooter. Don't you need a license? Home, insert, be safe, all those things. Yeah, I got your back. People are now able to do their groceries without having to walk the three kilometers back home. You know, I feel like it's been a huge boon uh, for a lot of people. Is it, is, it, is, it, is it quite pricey? I don't know. I haven't tried it. Is, uh, um, I think it's like a dollar 40 cents to start. And then it's like 40 cents every 
I don't know, a kilometer or a minute or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like it's okay priced if you're trying to go from your house to groceries or to the bus stop. That's why they're doing like four guys on a scooter because it's the joyride. You split the money. It's you know adds up. <laughs> I was surprised it can handle the weight, low key. But yeah, scooters. I was kind of. I don't know where this is going to go. Hold on, Scooters hold on. are taking off. you seen the video? It's not guys like you, me, and everybody <laughs> on this call right now on the scooter. It's like lanky kids that just got here. That are... In the Cherry Hill Bernards, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, scooters have been dope. What else is really... I know you got a lot of flack for this because it was the one first thing you did was the fireworks. I'm so glad that fireworks got banned. I'm in the minority there. I get shared by everyone over I'll this. Stand, I'll stand by it. Yeah, did you get a lot of like shit on that? I I'll be honest, like it was such a big hit. Every time I went outside, people give me props for it. But the fact that I got, I started getting calls from parents with kids with special needs, and they were the happiest out of everybody. And I think that pet owners me, or dog was, owners would be really happy. Yeah, pet owners hundred percent were happy, but it made it. Worth Not that it. I'm trying to draw a parallel between the you know two, but I'm just saying. Election Diwali was the worst Diwali I've seen as far as Pataki goes. Was that the craziest? That was the, that was terrible. That was, <laughs> that, was that was India. That's what I see in India, India during Diwali, yeah. That that was bad. Is it is are we not having one like uh community one? Like you know how they would have on Canada Day or are we yeah, still yeah. doing that? Yeah, so we're still doing community Canada Day. Diwali is gonna be the first time City Brampton does Diwali. So we're gonna do like a Mela with fireworks all of that so you're gonna see some local Punjabi artists on there too like other music too and uh New Year's Eve uh those are those fireworks are still fun so that's the best Canada, time like we're gonna and New Year's Eve right Canada Day Diwali New Year's Eve yeah, yeah. no Misaki in there Misaki is not a Pataka holiday come on yo Gordora used to do uh, Pataka and Misaki so what you want to go to the, you want to go Midla too, Shinda? You want to nah. go to the, the musical Midlas? Nah, cool. I mean, I, I try to avoid going outside on any oh. of those days, to be honest. And then tried to get into a Tienda Midla, then he found out, you know. Yeah, that was crazy this year. They had the guys camped outside Tienda Midla, friggin' uh, chirping the people as they went in. Wait, what? No, not Tienda Midla, it was the Vasaki Midlas. Remember there was someone, some club or something was doing a Vasaki Midla, and there were people like, booing them as they were going inside and it was like what's going on no this is on your feet man your ear is to the ground isn't though ear to the ground i was watching it um no man i feel like i know a lot of people hate on the city the one thing i want to see and i've been seeing it pop up i'm gonna get so hated on by this is maybe a little bit a few more bike lanes on bigger streets oh man get out of here (laughs) we got traffic you got traffic up the you want to make roads smaller? No, no. What's wrong with you? Listen, leave Boverna and stuff alone. Where are they going to ride their bikes to? Working out, bro. Where are they going to ride their bikes to? What's what's the argument? Who's going to ride a bike to work? You just talked about Brampton Transit having 170% ridership increase. And this man wants to put bike lanes. Yeah, make it safer for those two who do take bikes to get around. All I'm saying. Um, and then minus 20, you're going to be on a bike? I want people to bike all the way to airport. That's where we're all going. <laughs> no bikes. Put in their go shit. on the creek trail or whatever. Do go, go do parkour. You'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking you should ride your bikes in a factory. <laughs> Save the environment. Do <laughs> your knees. I would take the tax dollars that would be spent on something like that and put it into yeah. the transit. 
Yeah. And make the transit even more efficient. Look, you, you entitled Buddha. Skip yeah. the big roads. Skip Bull Barrier. Skip the four lane roads. There's like there's yeah. So you got your like sidewalk. Going... You should be happy. You got your house. What can you? You can't go anywhere on the sidewalk because now you're afraid of hitting people and kids and pets. It's you know sidewalks aren't really a good place for bikes. You go on that road. trail that you found. Oh that... and no no sorry there is a bike lane Colonel Bertram in Brampton. No, the... you can ride up and down. There's bike lanes. No, there are. They're like North Park has a bike lane. Uh, for there sections of it, I'm just saying we need a few more of those that connect, make it safe to ride safely. Is all I'm saying. Well, you can take that Colonel Bertram one, get into Tobago Creek Trail, go all the way Brampton, down. We're the number one rider. One. We live in Brampton, where the number one bike rider is uh, is Punjabi Bubbe. Make the mm, lives that's... for them safer. They go from their house to the park. And all I'm <laughs> saying has, is, which make... has 200 people dotted them. <laughs> let's yeah. spread it out. Let's so let them go to the parks. other park. Let them go to the other park. Let them. <laughs> let's make that road a little bit more accessible. Is all I'm hinting. You want to make the senior network stronger than they already are? What's wrong with you? Dude. What's wrong with you that you don't want to make them strong? They're gonna conquer everything. Seniors are the most powerful people in the city. Thanos, right? Thanos yeah. with the rings. Look, yeah. man, you get you you build them, they will come. Like in your inner streets, you don't got to make the major streets to leave the major roads alone, but the inner streets should have like Brother, some... the, the, the regulations for house building has made the streets even more narrow in the last 10 years. There is no more street. All you right, can't right. park cars on both sides of the road. On that note, another thing I would love to see enacted is uh, single side parking only on streets so you don't get these double parked one way mayhems that I you can do one way well, right? Uh, yeah, but love... in the basements, where are the basement people going to park their cars? The one yeah, side man. that they can park. They don't got to park both sides. Mm. Right? Um, Come on. The, the city's doing a master plan for parking across the city. So when that comes up, keep uh, keep an eye out for it. One lane parking, I think, would be cool. Yeah, we're going to have our delegation. Gonna delegation and make this recommendation. <laughs> There's going to be people taking the signs down. <laughs> you know what's crazy, though? All the parks right now, I see uh, crickets killing it right now. Cricket is so friggin'. It's Hmm. Yo, this uh, these uh, speeding cameras. Oh, the boxes, dude! They're getting they always get vandalized. I don't I don't think any of the ones in my neighborhood are working. Why don't you just hang up high? No, it's a shut up. See, get rid of them all together. They finally got rid of them in our block, man. This guy's like, hang them, make them harder to vandalize. No, just we, get rid we, of them. We, honestly, speed bumps. Speed school bumps. Zones. I'm down yeah. for speed, speed bumps. bumps. I like speed bumps speed over school zones. Yo, only okay. Look. This is not to throw any shade at our guest, but only the Gora neighborhoods in Brampton get the speed bumps. <laughs> it's only Peel Village. Dude, we had a, we had a, guy's, we had a guy do a study. They put that little thing and I, I watched it. Cars flying by that. And I guess the study, study decided no one was speeding. I'm like... Yeah. yeah. We don't get it. I'm only responsible for words 9 and 10. You got a got a problem on your street? Call me, email me. There's there's a lot of uh, bumps, speed bumps now in uh, words nine and ten. So I don't know. Man, it's yeah. the dudes with the freaking Porsches and the freaking Rolls Royces who are like, "Don't put a speed bump up; it's gonna hurt my freaking shocks." Yeah, no, they're, but they're but they're usually not the ones causing the trouble. It's the Hyundai Sonata flying down at ninety kilometers an hour, and you don't know what's going on. Wrangler, you know what I'm saying? Charger. <laughs> Going down the all, right, all right, I want to switch things up, man. Uh, Ranji, your cousin's killing it. Yo, so boxing. 15 and 0. Pride of Moga. Killing it. 
I saw the freaking thing. Guru, you were there this weekend. It seemed like you had a table. His his entrance is just epic, man. The fact that he reps uh, like Siki and Kalsa so hard. That's new. That like wasn't his. Epic. That wasn't always his thing. No, 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 it's no, been no. He's done that for, for, for a while now. For a while now. Yeah. The fight we went to with his... the first time, but he's been doing this for the last few fights, and like his flag is the, like it's an old Bratan like Kalsa flag. And he walks into like a, a, a Panda Singh Bhadrawar. And uh, this is the first time, though, that they added a Nagara there. So there was yeah, a guy playing the Nagara. It was a really good And he did this whole thing. Like, yo, it gives you goosebumps, man. You get riled up. You're like, throws all in there. Yeah. <laughs> yo, I was like, oh, it's nice. Two Indian guys fighting each other. Then I, I, he came to the to the fight with that entrance. So I was like, kill him, kill him. <laughs> No, it was uh, it's sick. And to your point, yeah, Gurpatap, uh, I think he's been doing this since around the farmers' protest, right? That's when he changed his interest. Yeah, that's when he became on Punjabi, not Indian type thing. I mean, I don't want to give him put a label on him, but at the very least, uh, I think that's when the uh, entrance song changed and the theme changed a little bit. Mm. Yeah, but he's and he goes to India a lot, man. That kid goes to India a lot. I don't know if you guys on the backstreet. I told you, I must have told on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a great actually. It's a great institute or great like sporting yeah, institute they run. Yeah, I mean, look, they pick up all the kids from the area that you know can't really afford good coaching, and they give them boxing lessons, they give them soccer lessons, they put them on teams. You know, if if lessons, if you know, training starts at six a.m., the kids are there at five on their own volition. They're all there an hour early, getting ready. Um, they're turning things around, man. It's it's. If we had a hundred of those in Punjab, it'd be crazy. So there's not, but so where's what, he training out of? Is and he training out of right now? Sook's an example of like what can come out of it, right? There's another young, there's young girls coming out of that academy too. They're they're great. And you think they're going to be on this local scene like we see Sook? Like he was in. I heard he's getting broadcast on uh, Dazen and stuff. The zone. The zone. Well. And yeah, his name's getting out there. I knew his name was getting out there when I saw random sick Twitter accounts like saying talking about him. I was like, "Yeah," then I was like, "Shit, we, we should have really capitalized it and let people know we were the first ones to really introduce him, even though we only had five less listeners back then." He's uh, he's opening doors uh, the right way. I mean, I I'm really hoping that uh, a good fight internationally lines up for him because uh, he's knocking on that door. He's knocking on the door. He's ready. Um, so, uh, you know, whatever it takes. Uh, boxing is a really complicated sport, man. Uh, you need the right promoter. You need the, uh, a high caliber fighter being like, yeah, I want to fight this guy to kind of make that happen from my understanding. But, yo, I hope that happens for him because the kid deserves it, man. No. no that's been crazy. And I saw, I was, I think the, th- the moment I knew he was there was, Guru, who only goes to, uh, or Gurpatap, I'm sorry, who only goes, you know, courtside Raptors, was courtside at this guy's fight. And I'm like, damn, he's made it. It's called, it's called ringside. This is why you will never go there. <laughs> All right. I'll accept it. I'll take it. Yeah. Ringside tables. Of course. <laughs> but yeah, you weren't the only one. There was like a lot of people at at this fight now, and I'm guessing a lot of them go at, on their own volition. There was like, so many Punjabi people, man. Like it was, it was insane. Like the the place was like it was really good, and and I guarantee because more people are coming out now, 
um, that it'll like that FOMO will drive up more people. I, I was at his first fight at CAA Central, like I think 2017 or somewhere around then, his first fight in Canada. And there were like maybe 10 Punjabi people there, like 10, six over there. And I only heard about it because him, his coach, and like that family, everybody was giving out free tickets at the Scarborough Gurdwara. And I just got a free ticket and I just went. Um, and there was like maybe 10, 15 people, but like, yeah. Oh, you um, do several. <laughs> <That's for you. laughs> yeah, but, uh, this, this fight, when it, when it happened, uh, you could, you could like, Renji, you could tell when he, when he entered the entire arena was only cheering for this guy. The other guy got booze. Like this guy walked in, the entire arena was cheering. Like it was mostly up there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we were in the stands, we were on the floor, but everybody's going wild for him. But it, it wasn't just opening cheering for him, it was everybody. Like, the Gwadi yeah. sitting next to me, they're like, man, this kid can fight, man, this kid can fight. You know, he gets to a point, uh, if you watch enough of his fights, you'll see, like, he gets to a point where he's got his range, he's in the zone, and he knows he can take the guy, then he puts his hands down it and does. fights his hands down. And it's... Yo, that's who his biggest, biggest uh, viewer was that day. Like his biggest like person in the audience, there's Lennox Lewis. Oh, who's there? No. Lennox wow. lost the fight. Lennox Lewis was sitting ringside too. I am Canadian. Lennox Lewis won the fight. That's sick. But Lennox Lewis, Lewis, Brampton, Lennox. Brampton Royalty. There we go. Brampton, Brampton on the map right there, right? Um, mm -hmm. Brampton resident. Lennox. Resident. And he's paying taxes. <laughs> Unlike some of these days, he's paying his property taxes. Yo, is there only really one guy going after like just <laughs> the basements? <laughs> Wait, what? We have a rumor that we were probably No, it's not a rumor. It's not a rumor. There was an article in the paper where they hired one guy to find out all the legal basements. I will find the article for you. There's one guy. Or it might There's be three now. He's got the easiest job because he just That's knows the best job in the world. Or is there, is there a lot of people? Oh, he's not answering. Or, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. I, I got I got lost in the question. Say that again. Is there only really one guy checking for illegal basements in the city? No. So, so, so for basements, um, for any enforcement right now, it has to be, there's no proactive calls. Like you have to call and complain for someone to show up because um, if it was proactive, like you could just go, like, like that's the whole job right there all day, just going find illegal shit all day. But it's, uh, it's it's complaint based. So somebody complains and they'll assign a bylaw officer to go and go there. So and it's, it's, it's you know, completely you know, stitch based. You want to be proactive. I think the tell is where you see a car with seven chargers in the driveway. <laughs> That's <laughs> very easy. Very easy tell. How, how about maximum occupancy in a basement? Shouldn't that be a thing? I'll be honest. Like from a, from a safety standpoint, forget everything else, just from a sheer safety standpoint. You can't have like 14 guys living in a basement. That's, but I think I think Ranjit could answer to that as a lawyer. I would say like so hard to prove like who's living there. Yeah. But yo, you know how like, you make this hard from Saskatchewan and Prince Edward Island there, right? They're just visiting. <laughs> could be Bro. anything, man. This is here's here's a billion dollar idea. Take it back to council. You could take all credit for it. I don't need my name in the media like that. All you gotta do is create a stitch line which pays a hundred dollars for or like you know. A little one percent of the commission of whatever the fine is. Yeah, um, a fine. But you activate the snitch line, bro. The line will not stop ringing. 
you'll have guys going around doing the save up for you. Be like, oh, there's a basement here. I got this one. I got this one. They're collecting that fee. They'll do the job for you. You'll for, save so much money. You context, don't need to... For context, Shinda also is a big fan of Harper's uh, terrace hotline as well. Yeah. yeah old, old, stock, old stock Canadians. That's his... Um... Bro, I grew up... He puts that on his a... gym t-shirt, not Superman. Just old stock. Old st- <laughs> snitch lines work. I was... Uh, I seen them. I watched The Wire. It works. As long as Shinda's shorts don't say old stock, we're cool. <laughs> they may as well at this point. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't even know if I should be sharing this. I went for... I started... So, Robbie, you were right. 100,000 100, steps isn't that much. Did that in like 10 days. You were right about that. Horrible challenge. Right? Um, so, yeah, obviously, you know, I had that incident where I saw some sweat where I shouldn't be. Decided, you know what? I'm going to get my David Goggins on. And I started moving a little bit. And uh, as I'm moving... I'm getting, hold on, where the fuck am I going with the train of thought? Totally just evaporated. Um, and that's the podcast, folks. <laughs> and that's the podcast. <laughs> Holy shit, what's the train of thought here? Um, it was very insightful. I had a really insightful thing to say because I always do. Um, but yeah, thank you for joining us. 10,000 <laughs> no. 10, steps. When, yeah, when you said David Goggins, I just I just imagine Shinda standing in his bathroom in front of the mirror saying, you look bitch. You look like a bitch. <laughs> Listen, you don't got to imagine with, that's 100% with, with what I boob, do. With uh, boob sweat. Don't forget the boob sweat. That's 100% what I'm doing. I'm, 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 so I had this thing where I was like, you know what, dudes, Punjabi dudes sing, sings who freaking pose with their shirt off. Man, you guys are these thirst traps. You got to stop it. It's not respectable. My goal right now is to get to the point where my body, I can pose without a shirt and make a thirst trap. I'm doing it. Screw that shit. I'll be a hypocrite. I'm taking it back. Um, no, nah, literally. And what's the deadline? What's the deadline on this project? No, there is no deadline. Every time I put a deadline on anything I do, nothing gets done. We're, I'm yeah, done dude. putting deadlines on everything. I'm just trying to... I'm just trying to... You're going to get the best version the show soon and get them to walk us through the safe way of taking steroids. Middle-aged men. <laughs> I need testosterone injections. I don't know... No, I know exactly where I was at. So because I had that incident, I started getting trying to get in shape. I've been doing, you know, getting out, touching grass. I go on Google because obviously I, you know, encountered some chafing. So I searched chafing uh, remedies. <laughs> the first thing that comes up is, do you have itchy balls from walking? <laughs> Google is so freaking smart. And I was like, holy smokes. And I was like, get out of my head. Get out of my head. Your, I wonder your AI talks are like... <laughs> <laughs> oh man it was the weirdest thing but i didn't realize there was a thing there's oils you can get that help reduce chafing why are the fuck are we talking what are we doing <laughs> why why <laughs> anyway oils for chafing really <laughs> there's a reason you gotta use subtle not the oil that's it yeah <laughs> anyways i digress i digress um <laughs> anything you guys want to end off on or I just know I'm gonna get a call. I'm gonna get a complaint tomorrow of a man running around in a park, bare chested, with salt on the table on his body. I'm slipping off, slipping off, slipping off the workout uh, features that you guys have installed in the trails. There's oil. They're leaving it oily. Dude, you don't understand. If if I ever, if I and ever escaping on his longboard. Parkour, parkour. <laughs> Oh man, I can only imagine the stupid injuries I'd try to get if I would try to like do anything for Corey. Uh, <laughs> I'd like jump off a wall face first into the other wall, boom, flat. I ain't rolling enough. Nah, 
That's oh, how dangerous. long before? How long before there's a video on Brevley Road with the parkour park? Some there's something's gonna happen, guaranteed. More more content. Hey, on, on that number one tip, if you want to stop raped and hating, everybody that's watching this, listening to this, unfollow Six Brothers right off the bat. Mm, that's not your news source. It's not your rape and hate source. <laughs> that's fair. I'll, that's I'll fair. do the unfollow. I mean, I've never even really... uh, my buddy <laughs> not over that went real quiet. <laughs> but it's just because like the eye is on Brampton all the time, man. Yeah, but it's easy, easy target, right? I mean, they're just really taking content from Bradley Road. Yeah, exactly. No, man, I feel like the city's going in a good direction. You guys got any final things you guys want to close off on? Final words of wisdom. Uh, yo, I don't think uh, I don't think Gurbatov needs his bleep. No, was... no bleep. He gets one bleep. I think Shinda needs a bleep with the uh, the oil talk. Let's just uh, something weird and bleep out. Yes. Yeah. What do you think yeah. of Patrick? Oh, bleep it out. <laughs> uh, that was good. That was good. Uh, no, I got nothing, man. That's it. And uh, Guru's going to get, if you were looking for a job at the new Lululemon uh, factory that's opening up or the new offices, hit up Gripperthop. He's got the inside link for. Employing. Forget the resume to the top of the bio. I only, get, I only get two messages from that announcement. Number one was, "Can I get a job?" Number two was, "What's the discount code?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, Which man. you're going to share with us after, once we're done, right? Special uh, discount code for the Dub Squad. The No yeah, Dub yeah. Squad discount code. All right, man. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for taking the time. Uh, thank you, sir. Hopefully we have thank time in the next. Uh, thank you for your service, guys. Is that what you say is a thing. I think I think it's a thing. Is this guy the freaking Navy Seal or some shit? <laughs> yeah. Thank you, thank you for your service. Shanda, take off your shirt and give me a salute. That's it. Oh yeah. man, I'd have I get banned from YouTube for that. This is <laughs> it's not viewer friendly. It's not life friendly right now. But know this, know this. This is a freaking fact. The second that I have any form of. Uh, deltoid pectoid or any sort of muscle that shirt is coming on and i'm putting it back on for the entire it'll be winter i'll go snowboarding without a shirt if i got freaking deltoids or pecs or whatever um to find i don't even know what half these muscles are i'm just talking shit anyways all right peace peace, peace.